Welcome back. We're here with Season 4 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Toma Taylor, and I've been conversing with the mad podcaster. And quite frankly, he's very mad. We're going to try to find out why, so we'll take some questions from one of our live Twitter followers. Yes, ma'am. Please state your name and where you're from. Hi, my name is Felicia, and I'm from Hialeah, and I just don't understand why you so mad. Like, what are you so mad about? Yo, first of all, first of all, you can't be asking me no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, who the fuck is you? You know uh, what I mean? Me. Like, yeah, you can't be asking me no questions. Yo, I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. Like, like, they, like these hosts out there, they in these million-dollar studios, they dropping hot takes. You know what I mean? They got tea. They got all that shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, language. I'm still living with my moms. I'm making podcasts. I ain't made no money yet. This is my fourth season, yo. This is my fourth season. And I ain't made a dime yet. This dude dropped one take. He make wild shows. That cold pizza show, it was cool it was i i mean i got more john blaze than that i mean i got john blaze taste and and they not even recognizing they not even recognizing and fuck is that yo yo who is you to be asking me question yo who is you i got to talk i got to tell how i feel i got to talk about sports how i see it this goes out to you this goes out to you and you and you this was out to you. This was out to you. This was out to you. And you and you. Welcome to a special edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. Yes, folks, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you were told, but if you ain't know, this is a season finale. And what do we have to talk about today? Oh, Lord, it's a beautiful day down here in South Florida. Again, it is July 3rd. It's the day before 4th of July. How are you going to do Yes, to know how we do. This is always the last time for the last show. We're going to talk about the NBA draft. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Sorry, not the NBA draft. We talk about NBA free agency today, right? That's all we're gonna talk about is NBA free agency. Where did your Where did your favorite star get go to? What is your reaction? Are you a Knicks fan and all? You on Suicide Watch? I wanna know. Also today, we got a special guest in the house. Finally, we got a special guest in the house. Finally, yo, I have to give it up that I'm gonna have a special guest in studio today. Big up, big up. To my brethren, the one and only, the Miami Heat DJ, DJ Seppel. Oh yeah, he's going to be on the show a little bit on. But, before we get there, you know what I say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. Fun guy. <laughs> it's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Like a sports fanatic. I don't know what you were waiting for, but I know what I was waiting for. Listen, there's a lot of stuff that happened. There's a lot of stuff that happened. And listen, if you if you caught my face, if you caught me on the Facebook, I might see sports, right? Then you may have caught a little bit of this. Because as you guys may already know, right? I'm a diehard Knicks fan, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised from New York. Like, like been there, like, listen, like, I've been a Knicks fan my whole entire life. Rooted for the Knicks my whole entire life. Never wavered, never deferred. You know, I never even once thought about rooting for another team. Until, until they dropped the team in Brooklyn. Because, what if I told you guys from day one? That if there is one thing that bumps in my soul, that what bumps in my soul. in the house. And that's Brooklyn. So, the moment they dropped the team in Brooklyn, while I already knew it was going to take some time, while I already knew I wasn't going to love them overnight, I knew that eventually... I would grow to have a soft spot in my heart for them. And so I reserved a tiny inkling of space for the Brooklyn Nets to leave me the space to be able to root for my home team 
in case they ever become successful or do anything worth talking about. No. In the back of my head, of course. Like, you're, you're talking about a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. I don't even know if you're talking about that. We're talking about two personalities trapped in the same bodily that's not supposed to get along. Because what I want for my nets, I mean, I want for my necks. I want, when I want the next, and when I want the, and what I want the next to be successful in may not always benefit my next. And what I want the next to be, be be successful in definitely doesn't benefit the next. But I'm trying here. I'm trying here. And so I'm watching the NBA free agency as everybody else is watching this free agency. And that's with a close eye. That's with a fine-tooth comb. That, that is with, with a little magnifying glass at the bottom of the TV, reading the tickler, trying to make sure that you do not miss where these players are going. Because depending on what, it doesn't matter what team you had, whether you were a Miami Heat fan, whether you were a Knicks fan, whether you were a Nets fan, whether you were a Lakers fan, whether you were a Mavericks fan, whether you were a Pelicans fan, whether you were an Atlanta fan, a Utah fan, a Denver fan, a Milwaukee fan. You understand? Like, do I have to keep talking? Whether you were a Portland fan, a Charlotte fan. What, what, <sighs> Something happened to your team. There were billions upon billions of dollars thrown out. And depending on what your team was, you either came out of there happier than a bag of dicks in a hooker convention, or came out of there a little sad. You came out of there a little disappointment. You came out of there thinking, is, is, is this my faith? Is this how my team is going to always be viewed? You came out of there wondering, can somebody please? Tell me why! Nobody wants to come to my team. Can somebody please? Tell me why! Nobody wants to take my money. Can somebody please? Tell me why! The Knicks can't land a goddamn superstar. Somebody, please, tell me why. This has to be such because I don't care who got their money. I don't care where the money was spent. I don't care where the dollars went to. All I know is that the New York Knicks didn't get any of the names. At least to this date. At least none of the big names that they said was being flirted around for the Knicks to get. No, that didn't happen. That's not happening. That didn't happen to the Knicks. Instead, what happened to the Knicks? Instead, what happened to the Knicks? The Knicks missed out on a big name free agency. And I'm and I'm gonna tell you something. The Knicks were sabotaged. Let me let me take this moment to talk to my Knicks fans for a moment. In case you missed the Facebook, take this moment to talk to you guys because apparently you guys aren't quite understanding what is going on here the Knicks was sabotaged and you know how I know the Knicks was sabotaged because they came out and said yeah, yeah. that the New York Knicks hey, yo, Black, it's time, bro. were requesting bro, it's time, it's time, man. Right. we're requesting yeah. the medical records straight out the fucking dungeons of rap for well, fake niggas don't make it back Kevin Durant before I'm Kevin Durant got there and I looked at it and I was like, well, I don't see what the problem is. Because I would assume that was common practice. That if you were being sent to a team, that that team that is requiring you would actually a medical record. I thought that was common practice. And if a person is coming to your team, that they have to clear medical. 
And you clear medicals by if the owner says, oh yeah, I'm gonna take the risk on whatever's medically going on with this person and put them on my team. That's clearing medicals. So when they say that, oh, New York Knicks offered, wanted to, wanted to see Kevin Durant's medicals. Well, duh. That's a foregone. That's a foregone conclusion. That's just common practice. Now, what they got sabotaged is what they said. Like, oh, they want to see his medicals, and they kind of had. And why they want to see his medicals? Well, they're probably hesitant to give him a max contract without seeing the medical. No, 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 no. See, that's where the speculation came, and that's where the sabotage came. So the Knicks were sabotaged with Kevin Durant. With, that, that was the first part he was sabotaged with. Then he was sabotaged another way. Which, listen, they were sabotaged before that, but they sabotaged themselves. And they sabotaged themselves by saying what everybody in the NBA world says, our thoughts. We don't want Kyrie Irving alone unless he's coming with a guy like Kevin Durant. Uh, like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. Nobody wants Kyrie Irving by himself. Where New York fucked up at. And when I, when I talk about the New York, I'm talking about the New York. Right, that dirty Turkish artifact, flat, Martin, Philip, Bucket, Martin, Perkaluma, they said, what, they said what everybody else said, but where, where they fucked up at is that they didn't make Kyrie feel loved, and they verbally didn't make Kyrie feel loved. And when Kevin Durant said, hey, I wanted to play in New York and I want to play with my boy, he didn't say we're in New York, he just, but he definitely didn't say with his boy. And while we thought that, and I say we as a Knicks fan, thought that, listen, let, 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 let Kyrie Irving go over there. If Kevin Durant wants to come to New York, and like, Kevin Durant will come to New York and he'll say, fuck Kyrie. But that's not what happened. What happened was, <laughs> what happened was, free agency came around. And during the countdown, in that In that one moment, I don't own the rights to any of this music, by the way. In that one moment, the Knicks lost it all. Because what they didn't realize is that Kyrie Irving was the key. He said, I wanted to play in the up, but I wanted to play with my boy. And his boy, and his boy went to Brooklyn. And in the countdown, in the hours to come, when the clock struck, 1201 and 1200-0001 on that clock Kyrie Irvin had himself a brand new deal Kyrie Irvin managed to get himself a four-year 141 million dollar supermax or maximum deal with the Brooklyn Nets so now what happens is that Kevin Durant is still looking for a place to go. And it's been clear that his boy doesn't want to go to New York because of how New York has talked about his boy. And he's looking at New York, well, they talk about my boy like that. How are they gonna talk about me? Because we're gonna talk about Joe Brooklyn too. That's a different section of the show. And it's a complete different section of the show. Hold on, I think we got our first caller. Are you are you are you are you calling into the show? Hello, are you calling into the show? I guess you're not. <laughs> so, what they did not do was get Kyrie Irving in there and make Kyrie Irving appear to be the one that they wanted and secure him as the anchor to get Kevin Durant. So now Kevin Durant is gonna go to Brooklyn too. That, so that's what has happened, New York Knicks fans. You basically shot your own self in the foot. You shot your own self in the foot by not wanting Kyrie Irving enough 
to sign, are not wanting Kevin Durant enough to gamble. To gamble on Kyrie Irving so that you can get Kevin Durant. And listen, listen, I get it. I came in here on the podcast and I said it to all of you. I, I don't personally want Kyrie Irving there for a year in the ear of my young talent trying to tear that locker room apart. No, 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 no. That's not what I want. So even I was reluctant. I get it. And there were a ton of Knicks fans that called it that doesn't want Kyrie Irving. It's okay. It's okay. We shot off our face. We shot off our nose. To, we, we shot off our nose to spite our face. That's what we did. But this isn't the first time this happened to the Knicks. Listen, we gambled and we gambled raw. But in the in the weeks to come, nobody would have predicted that to secure Kevin Durant, you have to get Kyrie Irving. Because Knicks fans did what Knicks fans were supposed to do. They were supposed to be cautious of signing a guy that came off an injury. Even though we thought it was Gazy. Talked about it right here on the podcast. That's the Mighty Sports Podcast on MightySports.net. Live every single Wednesday to the season finale. But live every single Wednesday at 8.07 p.m. Special, special time today for the season finale. We, st- we start on the Today Show at 4.30 p.m. And listen, so there's some things going on today. Like today's the last day of the show. We got, we got a special interview. And I'm going to get some booty. I'm going to get some booty. I'm going to get... <laughs> no, I'm retarded. So the show must go on for the next. And the Knicks have already started apologizing in public. And they've already started building that narrative. And Knicks fans have started eating up that narrative. Trust me. I am in a New York Knicks focus group suicide watch. Suicide watch focus group. Whatever you want to call it. Where we just all go around consoling each other in different ways as we all personally take shot at our own at our own team in different ways for their ineptitude. But also contradict, contradict the other motherfucker that's also taking shots because he's going too far over the edge. So basically all Knicks fans want to do is go over go to the top of the go to the edge, spit at it, and have somebody pull him back. New York Knicks sign Julius Randle. Ooh, Julius Randle to me is, is, is a, it's just a smaller version of Enos Cantor. I know people say that, hey, well, he got a shot, he got a handle. Now, okay, I understand he got a shot and he has a handle, and he has a semi-handle. What I'm talking about is somebody that doesn't generally generate their own offense, for the most part. Now, Enos Cantor can, but he's a back-to-the-basket kind of person. We understand what, I forget his name already, whatever the kid's name is. We understand what the Pelicans guy was, right? That he can back, he can back you down. He could probably face you up, but what he really is is a guy that really focuses on on, on hustle more than anything else. He, he at his at his best, he's gonna get you eighteen and nine for the whole season. At his best, maybe twenty two and nine. At his best for the whole season. Very, very, very best. So what? So I understand. What I'm saying it's like, oh, so you say you can get that? What I am telling you, if he performs immaculately, if his game stays flawless for a whole year or two while he's under contract with us, we will get 22 and nine out of him. If we get the very best all-star, all-star caliber, not all-star making. But all-star caliber player out of him that maybe, just maybe he could be useful. And then the next the next get other guys. Uh I, I was talking about Jolly, I was talking about Julius Randall. They get guys like Taj Gibson, which Taj Gibson, listen, don't don't get a fool. Everybody's gonna tell you that Taj Gibson is a great hustle guy. Plays with a lot of energies, a lot of spark. Great. There's an award for that. Called the Hustle Award. Tobbs Gibson has never been in the top 10 for that Hustle Award. So as much as Tobbs Gibson has been known for his tenacity and known for his hustle, that's all he's known for. And he's not even one of the be- one of the top 10 players known for it in the league. 
but that's all he's known for. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit into this, into this free agency. We're going to talk about where some of this money is going to. In the second half of the show, we're going to get into our interview with our boy Bobby. We're going to see if he makes it in here in time. That cocksucker, you know, he's flaking in the motherfucker. It ain't just because he's white. But, you know, I'm just saying, he ain't making it today. And I've been trying to get him on the show for a long ass time, so I'm calling him the fuck out. Yeah, I'm calling you out on the air. We're going to take a break. This is, my, this, is your, this is your boy, Tanato Martella, a.k.a. the Tin Man, on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go, Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang. Intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one knowing talent to my Taylor. If you're still listening, that means you're listening right here. And the only place that matters to listen. Not TuneIn Radio. We ain't, li- we ain't there right now. We ain't there no more. The only place that matters is right here on MyTSports.net. That's MYTSports.net. As we continue to talk about this free agency. There was tons of money. There was tons of money thrown out. There was tons and tons of money thrown out. It's just unfortunate that the Knicks weren't the team that was throwing out the money that you really wanted to be gotten out there. Instead, we'll tell you about a few of them. Because of this one, but this one I want to talk about real quick. Like, dig up, dig up. To your boy, Damian Lillard, as he signs a four-year, $194 million super max extension. That boy is paid now. But let's bring it back to the New York factory, right? Let's bring it back to the Knicks factory. So the Knicks have already started their 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 narrative, right? Well, we couldn't get these superstars, right? And listen, Kawhi Leonard is still out there on the market, so nobody knows what he's going to do. But it's pretty damn sure he ain't going to go to New York, right? But Kawhi Leonard, uh, the New York Knicks started spending their money on ancillary parts, right? Basically, the parts to fill out the roster. So basically what the Knicks have said, you know what? We're going to roll out with whatever young talent we kind of have now, make a couple adjustments here and there, get rid of Moody A, you know, a few pieces, a few pieces here and there, get, you know, Enos Cantor's already gone, he's already, he's already signed his new deal up in Boston, yeah, I said Enos Cantor signed a deal in Boston, I think it's like a two-year, $20 million deal, or $40 million deal, something like that, maybe $20 million. So New York Knicks start getting all these ancillary parts, I already told you about Julius Randle, Julius Randle, I, I can't quite understand, if, um, if, because if the rumors, right, and I say if, the rumors about the injuries were true, 
if that means that I'm not quite understanding Julius Randle, because Julius Randle I thought was an undersized power forward, at least at the time he came into the league, was an undersized forward that had two bad knees. And maybe I'm confusing Julius Randle with, with Ronnie Turioff. Who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe Ronnie Turioff had, was a guy with a bad heart. I mean, I know he was the guy with the bad heart. I, mean, I couldn't think about his knees. The New York Knicks start giving money to Taj Gibson, as I told you that. For being, a, for being a guy that's known for hustle and known for his tenacity, he's not the most tenacious person in the world. He's not, he's, he, he, he's, not, he's, not, he's not the number one hustler in the league. He's not even the top ten hustler in the league. He's just known for always looking snarly in plays when his team is on television. Because if he wasn't part of that Chicago team that had Derrick Rose on it, that was showing on television, you wouldn't even know about Taj Gibson. He was just the guy that looked snarly against the other opponent when his team was on television. So that was Chicago when they had Derrick Rose. Chicago when they were playing Miami four times a year. Chicago when they're playing Cleveland four times a year. That's how you know Taj Gibson. You don't know him for anything positive. And to go from one former Chicago store to another former Chicago store, the Knicks also pick up this guy Bobby Portis. And if Julius Randle and Taj Gibson didn't move the needle for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Give me that, that beat again. <laughs> then, Bobby Portis is really gonna move the needle for you. It is really gonna move the needle for you because this is the move. This is the move beyond any other move that's probably gonna turn around the season because this is the move out of Autumn that truly sucks. Out of all of the moves that happen, which I can understand, Taj Gibson for the locker room isn't disturbing. Kind, you know, kind of, kind of focuses on camaraderie from what you saw in the Chicago days and even Minnesota days. Even I believe he's already washed up. Say that, say that with Julius Randle. You believe these guys to be really good teammates, at least, at least where they lack in talent. You believe, you know what I mean, or talent or name or notoriety or actual skill, right? You at least know these guys to be at least really good teammates. Well. Bobby Portis isn't a good teammate. I can't say as my guest just walked in speaking of Bobby. About goddamn time. Make sure your phone's on silent, please. So, <laughs> Bobby Portis is far from a good teammate. Bobby Portis is actually the opposite of a good teammate. Bobby Portis is actually a horrendous teammate. Actually, if I had to think of a rank of teammates of, 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 of one of them on a scale from one to ten, I think I'm giving Bobby Portis a negative six. Bobby Portis is a guy that physically punched and knocked out a member of his own team. For what? Is it, is it because he was being snarly to him? Is it because, because, because they had to misunderstand? No! It's because he did him up in practice and he did and, and he was trying to and he was trying to hold him accountable. <laughs> this is the reason why Bobby Portis is out there. You won't be able to hear anything yet. There's a reason why Bobby Portis is out there swinging on his teammates. So, do I want that kind of locker room presence in me? No. See, I gotta see, but but this is the, this is the bullshit I have to deal with. This is the bullshit I have to go with when I, when I'm when I'm when I'm in my Nick Suicide Focus group, right? I like Bobby Portis. Oh, Bobby Portis could win. Oh, Bobby Portis reminds me of old school Knicks. Oh, Bobby Portis is proud to be a Nick. Look what Bobby Portis um, posted. Never fall victim to believe in what they say. Just go work hard. The only way, the underdog way. Let's go New York City. Of course he's going to say that shit. What is he going to say? Oh, I don't want to come to bum-ass New York. This team fucking sucks. I'm just glad I'm being paid. No. He's going to try to make it look good because Chicago doesn't want him. But he was part of Chicago's young game plan. And now he's not. I wonder why. Maybe it's because he's out there putting his hands on his teammates for no good goddamn reason. But yet, this is the guy that we call, that we decide to sign as the Knicks to help us help us with that culture. This is the guy that we decide to sign with the Knicks to help us build that locker room presence. This is the guy who the Knicks decide to sign that's supposed to help us win. I'm sorry, B. I, I'm sorry. Like, be, like, bear with me if I'm the only one that just doesn't see this. Bear with me if I'm the only one that like, I. I, I Walker joins Enos Cantor over in Boston for $141 million. Big up to that kid. He getting his paid. Big up, big up.
We happen to see him talk, get paid. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. But we ain't going to have you waiting too long. I had to get that Knicks out there because Knicks fans are really starting to be delusional. Now, the one good thing about what's going on with the Knicks, right? As I'm about to bring Bobby's mic on live. The one good thing that's, 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 that's going on with the Knicks is that they did at least bring in players that won't deter or won't distract from the young talent that's there. It won't pull from those young individuals getting the playing time or the touches that they require to keep being successful. They'll at least get the ball. They'll at least get their playing time. R.J. Barrett will get the ball. They're going to feature the fuck out of him. If you have not paid attention over the last couple of years, what, 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 Tib what, what Tisdale has tried to do, he has tried to feature Frank Nittakil at one point in time. That didn't work. He tried to feature Dennis Smith at one point in time. That went kind of iffy. He's tried to feature Ke um, um, Kevin Knox at one point in time. That doesn't work. He tried to feature um, um, Trier. We found, a, we found a gem there. We found a gem in Trier. Gem. Trier can get that ball in his hands by himself, put on the wing, isolation basketball, and get his own buckets. This is what you're looking for when you're looking for a team. You at least want a couple of bucket getters. Guys, you can just put the ball in their hands. They don't need to worry about ice. They don't need to worry about penetration. They don't need to worry about pick and rolls. They don't need to worry about coming off of screens. They don't need to worry about ball moving. They ain't need to worry about you collapsing the whole entire defense and then kicking them off the ball while they're standing in the corner doing nothing but sipping on motherfucking tea, waiting for you to give them the share the rock. No, 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 no. You need some actual bona fide bucket getters. Trey happens to be one of those. What we're hoping to find out in New York is if R.J. Barrett becomes one of those. Now. I told you there's a ton of stuff moving around in the league. Like the, the Knicks aren't the only ones falling falling victim. Ah, falling victim to the to the to, to to the free agency. There's also been a free agency moving. I mean there's also been a couple of free agency moves that happened with Miami. As I bring in my my, my guest, DJ of the Miami Heat. DJ for, for all, all the hot spots that you could think of down here in South Florida. Number one DJ in South Florida in my eyes. My boy, my brethren, me mano, Bobby, DJ, Scepter. Say hello to the people, Bobby. Hello, how's everything? So, even this trade, this trade affected you, affected you guys as well, right? It affected the Miami Heat. You lost, you lost a couple of good friends, right? At least, at least I know of one good friend that you lost. Yes. He, he lost, he went to Dallas, right? No. Where did he go he to? He went to the 76ers. He went to the 76ers. Who are we talking about here? Josh Richardson. He, we did. We lost him to the 76ers. Hold on. We're going to see if we have another caller. Are you calling into the show? I don't think you are. Okay, caller. We'll try again next time. <laughs> he went to the 76ers, which I actually like for him. I know, I know you're going to miss him down here. I know you're going to miss him personally. Personally, I know you'll miss him. I know, and I know Heat fans will miss him because he was a fan favorite. He was he was one of those. He was what, was his third year here so far. Uh, he was yeah. He, he played three four seasons. He's coming up on his fourth. So he's always, so next year becomes his his full contract here, where they got to figure out if they yeah, want to pay he, him. Yeah, he's a free agent next season, correct? And they finally got him. And no, I say I just say Josh like Josh Richardson is, is one of my players I like to watch. At least the few times I watched the Heat. Yeah, you know, I feel like he's a top ten defender in the league. As, as a wing defender, he he may be there. Mm -hmm. He he at least shows it. He, he, at least, he at least shows that he has... He, he showed improvement every year. Yeah, he has. And he, and he so. shows that he has, he has the capability. <coughs> to do that. But before we talk about the Heat, I told you guys, I told you guys, uh, we've been waiting for a while here to do this interview. So before we go to do this interview, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if we want to take this break. I don't know if I want to take this break, but we may. We're going to take this quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into our interview with DJ Scepter. You guys hold on right there. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. We on hold right now? Product. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? 
Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360s, and yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's Nintendo systems and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just 5 minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and, oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Obviously, your host, the one and only talent, Omar Taylor, a.k.a. the Tin Man, a.k.a. to smack the shit out of your favorite podcaster, a.k.a. your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. I'm still here with your boy, with my boy, the one and only DJ Scepter. Now, I want you to do me a favor, Bobby. Tell the people where they can find you at, where they can hear you at, how they can book you, where they can reach you, where they can touch you, where they can feel you, where they can hear you. How can the people get a hold of DJ Scepter? Are we doing one question at a time or 50 questions at a time? Answer all 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm based out of here out of South Florida. Um, I work with MCA events. I Speak up to Alex. You can see me in the regular season, uh, some home games uh, for the Miami Heat, training camp, FAU, Miami Heat, um, Tijuana Taxi and Deerfield each and every Thursday night. Friday night at Capone's. Every other Saturday, Tap 42 brunch in Fort Lauderdale location. And every other Saturday night, in Doral at Carolina Ale House. And other than that, it's just all ranges. You know, the bookings come in at different times after the summer back in season. There would be a lot more spots to see me. Um, my website is djscepter.com. I have an email at bookings at djscepter.com. And you can email MYT Sports personally if you have any questions <laughs> that you can't remember this, you don't have nothing to jot your stuff down with right now. You know, follow me at DJ Scepter, Instagram, Bobby DJ Scepter, Facebook, Snapchat DJ Scepter. And um, yeah, that goes for that. All right. So we told them where to find you at social media. We told them how to, how to book you. You told them, you told them how, where to catch you at in, in the city. I told you he's everywhere. Now, part of, reason, part of one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show, and it's, it's funny because I've wanted to get you on the show for a really long time now, all right? And I've been wanting to get you on the show to talk sports. But today isn't really that reason. Today isn't the reason, isn't the day to really talk sports. The day to talk sports... We can talk a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we will, we will. But the day to talk sports isn't, isn't today. Okay. What I wanted to talk about was about you, surprisingly. And I know everybody who's like, wait, why, why, why you want Bob in the show? Right? Like, you trying to get Bob in the show? Like, you guys don't even know. So... We kind of gave people a background that you work for the Miami Heat on where they can find you at. Now, also, you're a Heat fan. You've been a Heat fan your whole entire life since they had a team. Since, since what year was that? 88. Since 88, you've been a fan. Like, so, it's been, a li- it's been a lifelong dream of yours as well to work with the Miami Heat as well. Or even to be affiliated with that organization in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it never came across my mind until, you know, I was presented the opportunity. So I want you to tell me, how has that been? Because this has basically been a, a dream come true for you to be able to work yeah. with this organization. How has that been working with them? You know, in the first year, I would say I was like a little kid at a candy store. You know, dreams that I never thought would come true. Um, interacting with some of the players. Um, you know, especially I'm the only one that does the training camp. So I didn't know that. Yeah, um, um, they just started it two years ago, and I've been for the first two years. Um, getting to know these coaches, being cool with them, being able to talk with them, socialize with them, um, 
understand what goes on behind the scenes rather than what just people see on TV has been, you know, really, really cool. Um, you know, seeing these trades, I think, affects more people in the organization um, more than more than fans because of how you get to interact with them and talk with them and be able to understand them more than just them dribbling the basketball on the court. You know? Just like the whole thing with LeBron, it's more than basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's bigger than basketball. It's So, you know, it's just, it's, it's been really cool. You know, I think I've finally got to have reality set in and be like, wow, this is this is what I'm doing, you know. You know, at first, like I said, I was just overly excited. <laughs> now, what even made this even more special is that you've been doing this now how many years? Um, nine years. No, no, I'm talking about started late. with the Heat. Two. Two years. So this past season and the season before that. Correct. So not only did you first initially get, the, for the first year, get to live your lifelong dream of <clears throat> working with the Heat, but then I feel like the whole entire energy maybe changed the next year when Dwayne Wade comes back for his retirement, his, his going away party, basically. Yeah, he's going away. And now Dwayne <clears throat> Wade is there, and now you get to meet... Or you get the opportunity to meet right the I don't know if you met him yet I think you did yes but you but you get, but at least you get the opportunity at least you're in, a, in an environment to get the opportunity to meet the guy that brought your team <clears throat> what was it their first championship right or at least it brought he the guy who brought them all of their championships right so you got to meet helping all the championships when we brought yeah. them. listen <laughs> like well <laughs> it, it, it's a team game I mean yes he put on one of the best finals performance in probably uh, almost M NBA history but Still. You're being modest because you know me. I don't yeah. pass out a lot of credit to Miami Heat individuals. <laughs> I don't pass out. Listen, you guys have heard me on the podcast. I don't pass out a lot of love to the Miami Heat um, teammates, the organization, the franchise, their mixtape. Like, <laughs> like you know, like because I'm a Knicks fan, so, so that's what the, you know. And say like, there's a, there's a rivalry there. But but, but but I am I am here in complete awe and complete love of my brother that has this opportunity. So when you hear me talk about them, I'm not being facetious. He like so depending on what day you catch me, you hear me say, Well, he had help with that first one with Shaq. But he was still the one throwing himself at that ring to go to those free throws all those goddamn times. When it came to look when it came to the one that LeBron James in them had, I don't want to go into the heat history. This is a different show for a different time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but he convinced LeBron James to come to him. Uh, of course. Where everybody felt that LeBron James should have been convincing people to go to him. So let's give Dwayne Wade the credit to be like, hey, no, 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 no. You bitches come to me because you know what? This is still Dade County or Wade County, I should yeah. say. So, talk to me about that. Talk Wade County. The, was there a shift in energy from year one to year two? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. You know, you, you know, everything you were just saying. Like, it's crazy how many people look up to this guy. You know, he's. I don't have the right word that I want to use, but he's a more than a role model. He's bigger. He, he he inspires people. He makes people want to do different. You know, these fans, regardless if they have something to sign or not, were just so happy to see him. You know, it's, it's just so happy to be a part of the history that, you know, the the greatness that he brought to Miami sports. So going with his with his second year, I how was also media frenzy? Was the media coverage different? Way different. You know, it was just it was like all about Wade. You know, it wasn't about um, these upcoming stars, Winslow Richardson, Bam, who was drafted. <coughs> You know, um, these, the, like the media and like I was saying, the fans that were just waiting for him, you know, even people at FAU, they just wanted to see Wade, you know, and, you know, like Wade said it best, you know, this isn't about me because it's my last year, it's, it's about my team. 
and you know it's it's, it's not just about one player but you know I think it goes for a lot of stars. Steph Curry going Golden State. It goes for LeBron James and when he was in Cleveland. You know, it goes for you know all, all, like all these big players that play a big role and and on their team and has done something for that city. You know. Now I know. Now you said you've been doing this nine years, and I think you may have already may have answered this, but when you first started DJing, did you think that you would be DJing for the Miami Heat? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know where it would lead me. I mean, you you were at my first DJ gig. I, I think I was. I may have been there. So was that the house party? Inner Circle. Oh, Inner Circle. Oh, the gig gig. Yeah. Uh, not the house parties when we started. Yeah, we see. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried to spin a couple records, you know. <laughs> so <And> we, <laughs> so this is how far we go back. We ain't even talking about when we, <coughs> we was just doing the house parties, and we would all showed up to the house parties to make sure that the house, all the house parties had a decent, had had a, had a decent crowd and a decent vibe. Same thing as when you when you started doing all all the Inner Circle. Oh man, Inner Circle. But so we've been we've been going we've been doing this for for years. I even forgot about Inner Circle, but. So with so the Miami, Miami Heat now, right? Because right? this, this, this is that <coughs> sports side I wanted to talk to you. You as a sports fan with them, has it tenfold your fandom? Like seeing them from the inner working on the inside? Like, like you were a huge fan before. And, and I'm talking about, yeah. like for the people that don't know, I'm talking about huge fan where we're shrine where we kind of fans. <laughs> so like, it's like he has a mini Miami Heat fan of like, like memorabilia shrine. So. We're talking about fandom of the fandom of the fandom. Go, go, to, go stand in lines for hours to get autographs, gets custom gear, you, you name it, he's out there. So even, so you have to understand, when I, when I ask, talking to the fans here, when I ask him, as it tenfold his fandom, you have to understand the level of fandom this guy had. Like, like he is a super fan. Like, like in, in all of the good ways, you think, like, you understand, he, he shows up when, he, when, when, he, when he's supposed to show up. He's rooted for his team when he needs to be there. He's buying all the merchandise. He doesn't matter. He doesn't matter if you was there for one year. If you helped his team win a championship, he will root for you, and, and he will hold you in the proper respect and regard that it takes. Unlike Knicks fans, we don't, we don't, we don't appreciate you like that. <laughs> but has that tenfolded your, your fandom? Has, has it made it just a skyrocket? Like, has it been almost like a mind-blowing of, 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 of fandom emotional experience for you? Yeah. It, um, you know, like I said, going to meet these players, I mean, I met Alonzo Morning. You know, I was cheering for him in high school, legend. you know? <laughs> yeah. One of the few, one, one of the few he, players you I know, legend, si Georgetown signed the jersey legend. for me, you know? I took a picture with me and just, like, asked me for music because he liked the way I was DJing, you know? And, like I said, that's what you get to learn about these players. You, 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 you get to learn, you, you know, people look at them a certain way, like, oh, they're this way, they're that way, but like they're so different, like you know, in the things that they like to do, you know, and they're just regular people that <laughs> happen to be tall and they play ball, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, it's just um, you know, that was another huge thing for me when Alonzo Mourning approached me and walked up to me. You know, it's like, hey, I like your mixes. Uh, you have some you can send me. You know, of course, I've sent him some D other DJ buddy mixes. You know, and um. I keep a Dropbox account open for him, and I, I send him I send him new mixes when when they come in, you know. That's what's up? Yeah. Glad to hear Alonzo Morning get a, a mix out of you easier than I can. <coughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You guys have heard the mix right here on the station from Bobby. You've yeah. heard it before. <laughs> I got some on SoundCloud. I need to finish um, putting up the rest of mine. Um, you know, you know, you know, you, you know, SoundCloud. You, you know. You miss one thing, they want to take down all your mixes, so <laughs> you have to stay on top of it. Do they know? <laughs> yeah, you know. So, you know, I, I, got, I got mixes up there, all different ones from, you know, sh country, hip-hop, the Miami Heat training camp mixes, opening night mix, um, open format mix. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, that's another thing. I was making practices for their mixes. Uh, I mean, for their, mixes I was making mixes for the practices. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all confused here. Um, and um, next year, what Spool is working on, um, he had someone reach out to me and pretty much about doing some mixes live during the live practices in the arena, underneath the arena. So, yeah. 
which is where their training facility is. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, they have uh, they have a basement. Yeah. Well, like, uh, uh, under, underneath underneath the arena. Oh, that's a dungeon. Oh, okay. I <coughs> so, I guess now I want to ask you out of everybody that you've met now in the Miami Heat organization, <coughs> who was your favorite person to meet? Well, oh, let me okay. Let me rephrase that because because that may you may give me the same answer twice. Who are you most at awe to meet? Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was the most awestruck. Which, you know, I only got literally a 10-second conversation with him, but I was able to at least, you know, shake his hand. And, you know, I was a, I'm not going to say childhood, but, you know, ever since he was going to Marquette, you know, I followed the guy. I was hoping and praying we would get him. I don't know how, and we ended up getting him. You know, so, you know, that's who I was big about. But, um, you know, I, I guess I would say, you know, who I bonded with the most, and that's Jay J- J- Rich. Well, that's what I said. That, that, that was yeah. a different question. That's just yeah. when I had to switch up how yeah. I asked that question because right. I had to figure that Jay Rich w- was going to be the, was gonna be the answer to this question. So, so out of all of them, I guess, you, you, you bonded yeah. most about Jay Rich. Um, what is something that you're able to share about Jay Rich? I wouldn't obviously, you know, you know go against any of his privacy that people may know <coughs> about him. Like, just, just a cool fun fact. Um... You know, as we know now, he likes to DJ. Um, you know, he does. He does subscribe to a music pool site where you know he gets music. Um, he likes to entertain the guys on the plane. You know, with it. Um, oh man, um, he he likes to dance. You know, and um, I mean, I always knew he's been grateful and humble, and like you know appreciative of the heat you know like we've had personal talks and he's you know he announced it yesterday you know how how humbled he is how grateful he is and um you know just the main thing about him he just loves to dj and he's a fun guy you know and i have jokes around now if you can't say this was there anybody in the heat that ever rubbed you the wrong way if you can mention them no nobody ever and then never they're just they're really really cool yeah that's good yeah. so now that we've talked about I, I, i'll tell you a fun fact ah. about spolstra his, his favorite artist is tupac <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and i made him a tupac mix that, that, that's i yeah. that's that's actually funny now I'm, <coughs> I've, I've said this i've said this here on the show and i and i realized this probably last year more than anything else and it made me bring some of your delusion, and I, and I call it with delusion, as a, as a fan, in, into, <laughs> in, into, pers- into perspective, when you see guys like, and we, we had this conversation before, when you see guys like Rudy Gay coming off of injury, and you're like, I kind of want him in the heat. I think we could, I, I think we, we could get him back to the guy that, that he was putting up 20. Well, there's another player. I don't think I've mentioned Rudy Gay. I've never been a fan of Rudy Gay. You did, I mean, it was, it was Rudy Gay that you he, talked He's still a great player, though. It, I mean, yeah. and the reason I say this about Rudy Gay, because, and I, and I bring up Rudy Gay, because Rudy Gay did end up just needing the right environment to do well within a couple of years. Right. I just didn't believe Miami Heat had that kind of environment. Over the last year, I've realized, oh, there really is a heat culture that goes along and there are players that want to come and play for the heat culture now granted our weather is beautiful <laughs> the women down here look amazing 365 days out of the year the beach is a stone's throw away like we could go sip 190 octanes in the next half an hour if we wanted to you understand like i understand all of that i understand the nightlife you understand i, I understand the people that look up to tony montana you understand like <laughs> i get it all but i didn't realize that there was an actual heat culture that was actually went on down here because it made me realize this year Eric Spoelstra is a damn good coach, and I didn't realize that. Once again, I'm a Knicks fan. I have I have some I have blinders on. So when a young coach gets three stars, it's kind of hard to see how good of a coach he is when all you really may have looked at him is, is is a manager of talent. You know what I mean? Of of egos. You know what I mean? More than anything else. And then they just kind of figured it out amongst themselves because I, cause I, I was, I was, I'm pretty sure that was kind of the story that went on for Spoelstra for a while is that he had these stars. They kind of figured it out. He just kind of stood there as the firm guy because even his own firing was a direct backing from Pat Riley. But that was what built the culture. Was that firm backing 
from Pat Riley at that pivotal moment in time saying, no, my coach is my coach. No player is going to come in here and dictate shit to us. You're not going to come in here and force my coach's hand. You're not going to come in here and force my hand. You're not going to come in here and demand plays in and out of here. You're not going to come in here and do what you want to do on the plane. You're not going to come in here and, and, and have whatever you, and have, and have, and have your run of the land. This isn't Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> you have no run of the land. <laughs> like, you're going to have to conform to this heat culture, and this heat culture is a winning culture because for the last two years, for the life of me, I, I, I couldn't even tell you how the heat of a playoff contending team but they've been playoff contending teams. Now, have they made the playoffs in both those years? I don't think they, I think they only did it one. But You know what the thing is? Is it's like what a lot of people don't see because they overlook things. And this is why I get in debates with people. The year after LeBron left, we went to game seven, second round with Toronto Raptors to go to the Eastern Conference Finals to play the Cavs. The Cavs were already in the Eastern Conference Finals. In that second round, we had a Dwayne Wade hurt one game. We had a Hassan Whiteside hurt two games. We had um, a Guan Dragic hurt two games. And that's been the story of our lives the last couple of years. Injuries after injuries. And I'm not saying that we're going to win at all if we go healthy because there's lots of great teams out there. But it's been injuries. This year, we came a game short of making the playoffs. Jay Rich was hurt a lot. Winslow was hurt a lot. You know, um... Dwayne Wade missed because he had the baby. Um, you know, Whiteside was hurt. Um, you know, physically and mentally and emotionally. Right. <laughs> you, you know, and then we had Olenek out a little his. bit, and then we had Ellington hurt before we traded him. And it's just all these injuries, man. But you know, we took Whiteside from the D League. You know, um, and you know, I might say we, but like Spolcher, Pat. And you can say they, we here. We say you're a huge <laughs> fan. When I, when I talk about my name, <coughs> I say we. <laughs> they change, you know, and we could be a contender if we can stay healthy. You know, everybody's going to get hurt at some point. Maybe miss a couple games. That's okay. But, when we, you know, look what happened with the Lakers with LeBron. 16 games he missed, and then they missed the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and he's never missed 16 games like that ever. And that, and that hurt them even more because – Six, that 16 games like doubled down to the young talent that was trying to do more. And then, like, right. you know, Lonzo Ball goes down. And I think the combination of those two going on mission and will end up being their ultimate demise. I think they could have stayed themselves above water with Lonzo Ball. Yeah. But with both of them being gone, it wasn't, that wasn't the case. You, you know, for the most part, Jimmy Butler stays healthy. Um, you know, if we can land one more star, you know, we can contend in the East again. You know, again, not to win it all, but, you know, contend, you know, and that's. That's mainly what Spolster wants to do, you know. Um, you know, Spolster's a very fun guy with them. He loses his mind when it comes to regular season. You know, obviously we see him, you know, walking up and down the sidelines. But, you know, it's because he's very passionate about this, you know. he's But, you know, in training camp, he's a fun, laid-back, cool guy. Just explaining some things. So out of all of the recent moves that have happened, I understand that. You probably, so you're probably, no, no, you know what? I, I guess I just ask this way. You excited to get Jimmy Butler? Yeah. Because I feel, I feel like that's gonna draw somebody else. Um, Who on the market could you think of this year that can come and help? Nobody on this market this year unless we can make that trade for Bradley Beal. Um, which actually was broken first on the Knicks bo podcast, by the way, just to let you know. <laughs> l l little fun fact. Um, and, you know, he admitted he would like to play with Butler. Th th there's people that would like to play with Butler. So if the Heat can make the right trade, they can pull the right player away from the, you know, the team. And, um, you know, I truly believe if we had the cat space that Kawhi would grant us a, a meeting. But... Obviously, we don't have any money to play with. So, you know, that's out of the picture. You think he would have granted you a meeting with money? Uh, absolutely. Oh you, oh, you mean he would have entertained a meeting with you guys if you flew out to L.A.? <coughs> that's what you mean? Um, Yeah, okay. if, if, if we flew out to meet him, yeah. Um, which, 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 you know. I, which I think is right, yeah. I, I, <coughs> I, think, I think a lot of that is, is, is formalities and, and posturing and right. and the continuation of, of relationships, current and, yeah. and for future and for future use. Like, you know what, you don't yeah. want to turn your nose up at the heat and then maybe one year you'd be like, you know what? I do want to go to the heat. You know what? Maybe I do want yeah. Spoke as a coach and where you're trying to get him away from you. 
and you know um you know we'll, we'll see what pat does you know he's he's been full of magic you know throughout the last 13 years you know um and we'll see what he does so let's talk about so since we're going to talk about sports now because right now we're full-blown in sports <laughs> your southeast division right you have the heat you have orlando you have atlanta you have charlotte and there's one other team i'm forgetting about there's always, i always forget this team who else am i missing we'll figure that one out later you guys are the favorites to come out the southeast um, you would have to say as is looking right now probably yes you know and, and we have a meeting with the marcus cousins at the end of the week um mm. yeah like for friday or saturday mm -hmm. so i mean you know maybe we sign him to a one-year deal is that breaking news um that was news uh yesterday um Cause i didn't hear about that one yet <clears throat> yeah and I, and, I, and I thought about the heat the clippers the lakers and the warriors all are interested in the, in the one-year deal with him that's crazy what happened to boogie all of a sudden like he couldn't even get a contract this year or <coughs> because he got hurt he got hurt again he's gonna have to have a show out season to get that to get a good three-year deal maybe and nobody wants to pay him to get like a three-year 65 or something like that he's gonna just have to really have a breakout year and stay healthy but you you know i mean i i think the thing that he can use him I, i'll take him you know he's not that great of a free throw shooter but i'll take him yeah i've been trying to figure out the the, the, the markets for boogie so your boy so your boy Josh goes to Philly and he's also joined there with Al Hawford. How do you think Philadelphia's looking so far this year? Philadelphia's looking amazing. Uh, I, 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 on paper, I don't see anyone beating them to come out of the East. You know? So you don't um, think Milwaukee I, 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 can I, I, beat? Now we talk about the East. Are you talking about the East or are you talking about they're the favorite in the I'm saying the Atlantic. The, the East. You know, just to come out of the East, you know, go. Um you know this is still pending where Kawhi lands I'm assuming it, you know the thing was Toronto you have an inconsistent Lowry you have an old Marcus all I mean Danny Green's a free agent you know he remember he's still on the market he could go somewhere the Lakers could get him and Kawhi could you know stay like maybe Danny Green's like I, I want one more title I'm gonna go what's best for me we don't know what's going through these players heads you know so See, now you sound like how I sounded about the Heat in 07. <laughs> <laughs> After their first ring, I was like, yeah, but you got an old Gary Payton. You got an old Antoine Walker. <coughs> white chocolate. It's, like, it's and these truth. guys were going out injured with pain. Remember, they played through everything the year before. Yeah. Next you know, the year before, they were like, yeah, I sprained my pinky. I'm out for 16 right. games. <laughs> so, Penn and Kawhi, you don't even think like, they can repeat in Toronto. You don't think that that, that dynamic will be... I don't think they can compete against Toronto because I think Kawhi carried them too much, and it was a lot on his plate. He he had to come be the Superman. And it really was a game seven, one shot <coughs> away from Philadelphia beating them. Right. Like like Philadelphia did better against Toronto than any team did the whole <coughs> entire NBA Finals. Yep. Cause what, Orlando took them to five. Was it five? Yeah. Cause they dropped that first game after Kyle Lowry scored zero games against DJ Augustine <laughs> in the opening game of the NBA Finals. Let's not forget that, people. For anybody that, that ever wants to say anything about Kyle Lowry, let's not forget that right here on the show, we think Kyle Lowry's a bum. <laughs> like, this, 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 these are big facts. I don't care if Kyle if I don't Kyle think Lowry... he's a bum. I, I, you know, I mean, he stepped up in one of the NBA Finals games, but you got to step up more if you, if you want to be a star. J.R. Smith different... a bum? Yes. J.R. Smith has stepped up in the playoff game. J.R. Smith only showed out. Okay, for, then. See what for, you're saying? Uh, yeah. You're pointing out. You, you could literally. But, but Kyle Lowry had a pretty decent season. You That's could, the thing. Kyle Lowry always has a pretty decent season. Kyle Lowry's a star. He's not a superstar. He's a star. Yes. A star player. He's a borderline star player. Yeah. Like, 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 like listen. If you had to ask me if I, would, if I were ever to have Kyle Lowry or Lou Williams. So we're talking about Kyle Lowry, starting star guard of the championship team, yeah. versus 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 the reigning defending two-time six man of the year, 
and most people yeah. will rather take that six man of the year because Kyle Lowry's a bum. <laughs> but he's a champion um, bum now. And 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 he got his one. <clears throat> he had his couple of good moments, which some people listen. Listen, broken clock is right twice a day. We watched seven games. That that's seven days where he could be right twice. That's fourteen times yeah. he was allowed to be right. We get it. <laughs> but I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of Kyle Lowry or that whole Toronto squad. But um, actually, I forgot to tell you some other news. A little bit off um, from the you know about um, I don't know if you saw the Heat are pursuing Jamal Crawford. I did see that. Yeah. So. So let's talk about this. We're going to run through quickly as we're going to wrap up the show soon about all the big names that has popped out there. Obviously, none of them went to the Knicks. You you walked in here to help me talking about the Knicks, so we're not going to go down that run on that rabbit hole. Man, I mean, you know, I think I've told you this. I just think an NBA championship in New York would be huge, and I just don't know at this point, you know, if these players are scared of the big show, like that being under all that pressure. Or if they're just like, you know, we don't want to play for an organization like that because of Dolan. And, and I think, I don't think nobody wants to take on that pressure. <clears throat> I think they don't want to deal with Dolan and how that organization yeah. <clears throat> constantly badmouths players on the back end of them leaving. Or players are being held. Like, you understand, like, people, people look at players for how they held out of New York. But there's reasons for that. <coughs> like everything can't be can't keep being held on Amari Stoudemire. Everybody can't be keep thrown on 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 Star on Starbury. Everybody everything can't keep being thrown on on Camilla Anthony. I'm sorry. There's there's one there's one common denominator here, and that's James Dolan and the New York Knicks. And yeah. they're doing something wrong with how with how they're managing players. Because listen, don't think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving can go to Brooklyn. That was quick. Come in. Can go to Brooklyn. And not have expectations. Oh no, they're definitely gonna be. They're definitely gonna be expectations when it comes to. When it when it comes to being in Brooklyn, especially that second year once Kevin Durant comes back. If they don't win, they will be talked about. If they don't bring out a championship, they will be deemed. It doesn't matter that they both got rings already. They will be deemed failures. We're done with the podcast. We're done talking. <laughs> hmm. This is a wrap. I appreciate you, Bobby, for, for, you for, for doing me. the show with, with, with me finally. I appreciate you coming through. You coming through. Tell the people Tell again the people everywhere that they can find you. First, first of them all about your social media pages. Tell them they're first. DJ Scepter, Instagram, Bobby DJ Scepter, Facebook, Snapchat DJ Scepter, Tijuana Taxi, Thursday nights in Deerfield, every Thursday, each and every Friday, Capone's. Every other, Every other Saturday, Tap 42, Fort Lauderdale for brunch from 3, from 11 to 3, sorry. And then every other Saturday in Doral, Carolina Ale House. From uh, 9.30 to close. And um, when the season comes back, you can find me in. We cut it. That's the show. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you. God bless you. Good night. Now, we ain't about to do that more shit. You know how I say it. Let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation of today. Chase whatever. Do what you do for what you love and stay forever young. I fucked that whole thing up, but we're done. Sun's out. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. My tea!